a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. <coughs> the rulers sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the <coughs> criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are <coughs> subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise the Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> Today, at the end of the liturgical year of the ordinary time, celebrate the great feast of Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. Yes, Jesus is King of kings, Lord of lords, not by power, but by love, dying on the cross, making the cross his throne. This is our king. Men have said that the cross of Christ was not a heroic thing. But I wanted to tell you that the cross of Jesus Christ has put more heroism in the souls of men than any other event in human history, said John J. Lake. Imagine any cross you know and love. It may be the cross on your bed. I hope you have this cross, this throne of Jesus at your bed. In the chapel you pray, you pray in, or in the church, like this, the cross we see in front, above the altar. Really, a represent of 
a king. Is the cross really a sign of power? Yes, for us Christians, the crucified Jesus is our Lord of power and king, a king who received dominion, glory, and kingship, a king to whom all peoples, nations, and languages served. But the power of Jesus is not as the power as we know in the world. The power of Jesus is a power of care and protection. In Jesus' kingdom, authority is service. Does the power and authority of the world fit to this definition? No. As we know, worldly power, be it physical, spiritual, and ideological, wants to rule and to dominate, to control. Yes, we have given authority in this world. Parents have authority over their children, teachers over their students, stated authority over their subjects. But the vital question is, how do we exercise authority? By power or following Jesus by love? Does our authority model it to that of Jesus who said, you know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles, lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is our King. This is our Jesus. This is our leader. This is our model. My kingdom is not of this world. What type of kingdom is his? Arthur Tan tells us we can find an answer to that question in the preface of today's feast. We are told there that the Son wished to present the Father a kingdom of truth and life, of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice and peace. Our life, says the monk, will either shed light or cast a shadow. Let it be light. Christ deserves our best shot. We can reach <coughs> more people, says St. Francis de Sales, 
with a spoonful of honey than a cup of vinegar. Our manner of dealing with people must be that of Abraham Lincoln. As I would not be a slave, so I would not be a master. Very powerful word. You know who says it. As I would not be a slave, so I would not be a master. We are servants, not masters. Let's learn from Jesus. Let's learn from this man, great man, Abraham Lincoln. The Christ is not served by division and anger. The age of kings is done. The few we have left belong to the ancient regime. They have become history. They are the subject of jokes by sneering TV comedians. They are increasingly irrelevant. They are all yesterday. But Jesus is today, tomorrow, the next day, and at infinitum. Jesus, always King of Kings. Let us follow him. We are created to follow Jesus and to be with him. So must we be if we are to be effective ministers. General Mears spoke the need to restore truth to our society. We began by mentioning that, he began by mentioning that, a sign was found in the Nazi, Nazi soldiers' quarters in Auschwitz that says something to the effect, all who arrive here are to be deceived. Hitler said that the, bi the bigger the lie, the more people will believe it. Never follow this father of lies and liar. He confused us in the world. But Jesus came to lead us the right way. Let's follow him. Joseph Goebbels, his propaganda minister, expanded this too. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie. 
and thus by extension. The truth is the greatest enemy of the state. This was at a time of war, and indeed people can quote Senator Hiram Warren Jansen of saying after World War I that the first casualty of war is the truth. But the determination to reject the truth did not end with wars. In our own times, political correctness is a higher value than the truth. This is what we are seeing as a confused world. Because we follow the father of lies. If you want peace in the world, peace in the community, peace in the family, let us follow Jesus, the King of peace and justice. Pilate said to Jesus, then you are a king. Jesus answered, you say I am a king. For this I was born and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Let us listen to this Jesus, sweet Jesus. Through our baptism, we become sons and daughters of the Father of Jesus. Christ has made us a kingdom, priests to his God and the Father. That is why we call him our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come to my heart, thy kingdom come to my home. That kingdom come to my community and to my country. In effect, we say to Jesus, Lord, make us yours, live in us, gather a scattered and suffering humanity, so that in you all may be subjected to the Father of mercy and love. By our baptism, we become sharers of Jesus' kinship. We are heirs of the Father and co-heirs with Jesus. Jesus was born, lived, and died for truth. Do we follow him and live in truth and for truth? Do we see and exercise power and authority a service? Do we follow Jesus wanting not to be served, but to serve? How do we treat people? Do we treat them as persons with awe and respect, or use them as things and objects? How much is Jesus reign in my life. We have to respond to this, you see. When we celebrate this wonderful 
feast of Jesus. We have to stop. And choose who? Jesus or the other guy? Let's pray. O Christ Jesus, I acknowledge you, King of the universe. All that has been created has been made for you. Exercise upon me all your rights. I renew my baptismal promises, renouncing Satan and all his works and pumps. I promise to lead a good Christian life and to do all in my power to procure the triumph of the rights of God and your church. Divine heart of Jesus, I offer you my poor actions in order to obtain that all hearts may acknowledge your <coughs> sacred loyalty and that thus the reign of your peace <coughs> may be established throughout the universe. Amen.